Welcome to the I Listen to Everything podcast. We are back again with our guest, Carl, from the, uh, which episode were you on? The grunge one. (laughs) The grunge episode, yeah. Yes, Carl is back and for a particular reason, because this episode we're going to be talking about house music. Yay! All right, that's what's up. Oh yeah, Drew, you didn't know. <laughs> I, I don't know anything. I just realized. We keep, we keep, had him, no idea. We keep them in, in, out of the loop, just, you know, to exactly. element of surprise. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty much the extension of our listeners. It, yeah. I'm learning. You're like I'm a along, listener, but you're part of the conversation. I'm along for the journey. Yeah. Um, but the reason we have Carl on the podcast today is because Carl... You recently dabbled in some house music. Yes, yes. So um, I actually did a course with a school in New York City, like an online course. And they basically really brought me out of my box. It was called 343 Studios. It's a a studio inside of New York City. They do, actually, they apparently share the building with like a really famous um, turntable school too. So I thought it was really cool. Anyway. Oh, that's really cool. And uh, yeah, and so basically they kind of brought me out of my element and had me doing house music, which I never done before. And I was like, okay, try to figure out how to do house music. So yeah. Oh, that's why I was wondering, like, why would he have done a house track? Like, I'm wondering what brought you to those steps to like make a. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's basically they were. um, It was basically focused on Ableton. Ableton's like a software uh, that you can kind of build tracks with and stuff like that. You can do a lot of stuff with it but um but basically it's mostly to build tracks and not sponsored not sponsored at all no i'm not no no it's not sponsored we at wish all. <laughs> we desperately wish hey i mean i mean <laughs> but uh but no but it was really fun it was really enjoyable and uh yeah cool all right so and are you comfortable with us playing that today or not you, you know what let's go this is all right we need, we need some of that uh, funk master flex bombs where it's like <laughs> <laughs> New material, <laughs> not even on Spotify. <laughs> you can't hear this anywhere. <laughs> no. Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, sure. No, go ahead. Let's do it. All right. Well, we're gonna listen to it when we listen to all the other songs. But uh, first, we're gonna like talk about house in general, what it is, the history behind it, all that jazz, as we usually do. All that house. All that house. Exactly. So let's get started. So just to give a bit of an overview of what house is, it's basically a music genre that's characterized by a repetitive four on the floor beat with a typical tempo of 120 beats per minute. Carl, do you remember learning about that at all? Or yeah. like when you were making the music? Yeah, so it's about 120 uh, beats per minute. And if you're doing on more of the trance side, because apparently it can go towards like trance music. Yeah. Uh, it's about 130 beats per second. Uh, not 100 beats Ooh. per minute. Cool. And then it was created by DJs and music producers from Chicago's underground club culture in the early to mid 80s as DJs began altering disco songs to give them a more mechanical beat. So that's mostly what we're going to be talking about today. I'm not going to be talking about all the like different subgenres of house music because it is a very, very big genre. Like when I started doing the research for it, I was so overwhelmed. I was like, (laughs) oh my God, there's so much to talk about. And there's like, there's deep house, there's acid house, there's tropical house, there's progressive house. Progressive house was like the big one of the 2010s. Mm. 
like that was the sound of the, of 2010s dance music. So we won't be going into all of those things today, just because that if we did that, this podcast would be very long. This episode, I mean, would be very long. So we'll probably do that in like separate episodes. Sounds good. Today it'll be like classic house. We're probably gonna play mostly tracks from the 80s and 90s, mostly from like Chicago, the beginnings. Um, so it was pioneered by black DJs and producers in Chicago, such as Frankie Knuckles, Ron Hardy, Jesse Saunders, Chip E, Joe Smooth, Steve Silk Hurley, Farley Jackmaster Funk, Marshall Jefferson, Future, and many, many others. It did expand to other cities such as New York City, London, and then it became a worldwide phenomenon. There was also a scene in Montreal that we're going to talk about later. That's what's up. You just got to emphasize that Future is with a PH. Uh, yeah, it's not Future, not the rap artists, Future PH. <laughs> You know, there's a lot of mainstream dance hits that use house music um, pretty much since house music started. Like in the 90s, they started making a lot of like dance hits with house like influence in it. But in the 2000s as well, into the in the 2010s, too, that happened a lot in the 2000s, 2010s. And even now in the 2020s, we're seeing that as well. Um, Beyonce just released an album that has house inspired music on it as well as drake and a lot of other artists it's remained popular on radio and in clubs while retaining a foothold on the underground scenes internationally so at the same time that it's really popular in popular music it's also very underground at the same time so some characteristics of house music carl you're probably going to recognize some of these as i'm saying it Mm. So we said the four on the floor rhythms. It's a rhythm pattern that's used primarily in dance genres, so like disco and EDM. It's a EDM stands for electronic dance music for those that are unaware. So it's a steady, uniformly accented beat in four four times. Is that how you would say that? Four four time. Four on four. Yeah, four and four. It's like four times on a four count. Yeah, on okay. a, it gets a little bit confusing, but <laughs> So basically, yeah, four on four time in which the bass drum is hit on every beat. So it includes bass drums, offbeat hi-hats, snare drums, claps, and or snaps at a tempo, like we said, of 120 beats per minute, synthesizer riffs, deep bass lines, and often spoken or sampled vocals. And some tracks don't have any vocals at all. Drum beats and house are almost always provided by an electronic drum drum machine. So there's the 808, also the 909. That's the Roland TR-808 and TR-909, and also TR-707. So there's a bunch of different ones. Claps, shakers, snare drum, or hi-hat sounds are used to add syncopation. One of the signature rhythm riffs, especially in early Chicago house, is built on the clave pattern. I don't know if it's clave or clav. It's a rhythm pattern that's often used in Cuban music. But there's also, sometimes they add like congos and bongos, which are added for like a more African sound, or they add metallic percussion for a more Latin feel. Uh, Sometimes the drums are saturated by boosting the gain to create a more aggressive edge. And there's also Acid House, which is defined by squelchy sounds created by the Roland TB-303 bass synthesizer. That's a hard word to say. (laughs) Synthesizer. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, House music could be created using cheap and consumer-friendly electronic equipment and use sound gear, which made it easier for independent labels and DJs to create tracks, which is, I guess, why there's so much house music out there. Because if it's relatively easy to do, then there's so many people that can just create their own music and put it out there. And house music producers typically use sampled instruments rather than bringing in session musicians into the studio. So that also makes it easier as well. You could just take a bunch of samples and create, you know, any kind of song that you want. Yeah. And I, I remember, 
Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> no, I was like, no, and I was going to say, um, and also I remember reading basically the people who basically started House or like kind of was the pioneers were engineers. So it kind of makes sense. Yes. They kind of like went with kind of more hardware and more electronic stuff than actual live bands. So it's kind of like a, a kind of interesting note. Just side exactly. note. Exactly. They were all a bunch of nerds. Nerds? <laughs> nerds making music. The best kinds of music. Anyways, a house track will typically involve an intro, a chorus, various verse sections, a midsection, and a brief outro, although some of them don't have a verse at all, and they take a vocal part from the chorus, and they then they repeat the same cycle. So a lot of songs are like that, where it's just repeating over and over again. Some people find that annoying, and but I feel like that's put in there because you're supposed to dance to it, so that's the whole point of that. Yeah. I think Am I wrong? I, I think <laughs> I think from from like the key is basically to have it just enough so that's not annoying but it's like Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And DJs and producers they would often create a house track to be played in the clubs and then they would create another one to be played on the radio. So the ones for the clubs would be like 7 to 8 minutes long whereas the radio track would be 3 and a half minutes. That's like the average length of a typical pop song. So that would be like the radio edit. And house tracks, they build up slowly by adding layers of sound and texture, but they also increase the volume, so like to build up the energy. Some tracks have vocals like a pop song, but some are completely minimal instrumental music. So the vocals are usually words or phrase that are repeated, like we said earlier. Carl, do you know, or Drew, do you know, I don't know if you would know, the origin of the term house, where it comes from? Um, Not at all. I, I'm going to make a guess, an educated okay. guess. Ooh, yes, uh, let's do that. <laughs> a house probably came from a house party where someone probably had music and a DJ set and they were like, hey, let's make some music using our hardware inside of a house. And then, <laughs> well, and then just, you know, spo- it went from there. Well, actually, it's like because there's several theories, actually, and that theory is not far off from one of them. Oh, nice. Drew, do you have any idea? Or do you like when you think of house, what did you think? Why would they call it house music? The DJs in the house. The DJs in the house. <laughs> but that could be applied to several different things. Exactly, but uh, <laughs> they just claimed music. it. <laughs> okay, so one theory states that the word house actually comes from a Chicago club called The Warehouse that was opened from 1977 to 1982 that like started playing, well, was playing disco music and then like went into house music because Frankie Knuckles was the resident DJ there and Frankie Knuckles is known as like the godfather of house. Another theory states that the terms comes from DJ Leonard Remix Roy, who put a sign in a bar on Chicago's South Side that said, we play house music because they were playing music that you might find in someone's home. So like soul and disco records that your mom would have, which he would work into his sets. Another one. So Larry Hurd, also known as Mr. Fingers, he claims it comes from DJs creating music in their home. So Carl, that was one of the theories, sort of. Uh, And then... Juan Atkins, who's a pioneer of Detroit techno, he claims that it comes from the association of particular tracks with particular clubs and DJs. So they're house records. Mm, okay. So there's several different theories where the term comes from. There's also a lot of dance styles associated with house music. So there's three styles that are associated with like the early kinds of house music, which are jacking, footwork, and lofting. What's jacking? <laughs> We're going to explain what jacking is. There's also... <laughs> It's not what you think it is. Sorry. <laughs> There's also styles that include a variety of subtitles. Oh, sorry. These styles include a variety of subtitles and techniques, including skating, stomping, vasho, 
pouting cat and shuffle steps. I feel like I've seen like TikToks of people doing like house dances before. I think sh- I think I've heard of shuffle step. It's like where they be like running and then like they're like running in place, but their feet are like. I I, I mean like I I would have to like kind of find a video. <laughs> of an yeah, it's hard to explain. I was told I was very good at doing it on my first try. Really? Yeah. You. Yeah. Well, yeah, you are. You do have like surprisingly good dance moves sometimes, <laughs> despite like never dancing. <laughs> so there are also also other movements that come from other forms of dance, such as whacking. <laughs> I knew you were gonna laugh, so that's why. Okay, so whacking, uh, voguing, capoeira, jazz dance, the Lindy Hop, tap dance, and modern dance. Isn't capoeira a fighting style? Capoeira is like a Brazilian... Yeah, it's yeah, like martial Brazilian arts, but jiu-jitsu. it's also dancing, isn't it? I don't remember exactly what it is. The only it's... reason I know what capoeira is is because of a Bob's Burger episode. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they do capoeira, I think, in like Tekken and Street Fighter, so they have like... Um, well, it's a real fighting style. It's a real fighting in style. South America, exactly. so. Yeah, yeah. But voguing, voguing is like what they do in like ballroom culture. So like, like drag queen culture is what they do. Mm. There's like a whole different kind of house music that's associated with like ballrooms and drag queens and things like that. So that's voguing. Wasn't voguing like a viral TikTok thing? Mm, Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it is popular on TikTok, but it comes from like, I think the 80s or 90s. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. Yeah. Gen Z's biting everything, so. Yeah, they take from everything (laughs) and they claim it as theirs. (laughs) And house dancing, basically, it's associated with a complete freedom of expression. The primary element, so the jack that we talked about earlier, or jacking, was created in early days of Chicago House that's referenced in many tracks. So there's Time to Jack by Chip E, Jack in the House by Farley Jack Master Funk, Jack Your Body by Steve Silk Hurley, and it involves moving the torso forward and backward in a rippling motion, matching the beat of the music as if a wave were passing through it. Um, Okay, so let's talk about the history of house music. The influences, the precursors to house music obviously come from disco. So if you listen to the disco episode, which is our very first episode, uh, I think we did talk about how it transformed into house music after. But it picked up where disco left off in the late 70s. So after there was that whole disco demolition night, basically disco went underground and it became less pop oriented and more of a mechanical repetitive beat, usually with deeper bass lines and not a lot of vocals. So that's what it was in the beginning. Disco had incorporated sounds that were produced by synthesizers and electronic drum machines. Some songs, some disco songs were entirely electronic, such as Donna Summer's I Feel Love. The audio mixing and editing techniques were important for the development of house as well. Obviously, we talked about all the instruments that were used in house music. Frankie Knuckles, who we said was the godfather of house, and Ron Hardy, they were known for their unusual and non-mainstream playlists and mixing. So being very innovative and very experimental. Frankie Knuckles worked primarily with early disco music and a hint of new and different post-punk or post-disco music. I remember reading in one article that he said that um, they would play like Rock Lobster in in uh, the clubs. Like in the clubs where they would play house music, they would play like post-punk and like new wave music because it was the 80s. So like they were just playing music that was popular at the time. Frankie Knuckles, he started out as a disco DJ in New York City, but he changed from the typical mixing style of playing one record after the other when he moved to Chicago. And I also, I watched a documentary and apparently he was like under the shadow of this other DJ. I think his name was Larry Levon. And uh, but he wasn't doing so well because New York is such a has such a big scene that he couldn't really like make a name for himself. So he went to Chicago where there wasn't really that much of a scene yet for like 
dance music. And that's how he became really big, basically. And he started mixing different songs together and exploring adding a drum track and reel-to-reel tape player so he could create new tracks, often with a boosted deep register and faster tempos. He cites Kraftwerk as a major player in house music, as well as the fact that he was mixing like that 80s Philly sound with the electro beats of Kraftwerk and other electronic body music bands of Europe. Electronic body music is like a genre of music that combines elements of industrial music and synth punk with elements of dance music. But basically, he's just bringing influences from like Europe as well as the US and putting it all in house music. And Ron Hardy, he also combined certain sounds, remix tracks, added synthesizers, drum machines, all that kind of jazz uh, with the futurist lens of European music. Marshall Jefferson is another one who created the 86 house track Move Your Body. And Marshall Jefferson, he originally hated disco, so he was a disco hater, just like all those um, baseball fans. <laughs> no, those rock fans, I should say, who went to that baseball game. Right. He hated disco and dance music until he went to the Music Box, which was another big club that played house music. In the 80s, this is really when we see like Chicago House, Acid House, and Deep House really become a, a genre. The song On and On by DJ Jesse Saunders from 1984 had typical elements of a early, early house sound. So it had the 303 bass synthesizer, it had the 808 drum machine, it had the Korg Poly 61 synthesizer, and it used the bass line from the disco record Space Invaders from 1979. I didn't know that that was, there's a song called uh, space invaders did you guys know about this i don't i feel like we should know. listen to it to see what it sounds like anyway yeah, maybe maybe it sounds like the video game because that's what i'm wondering too i'm like <laughs> isn't that a video game anyway yeah so it sounded it's cited as the first house record even though it was a remake of a disco bootleg by florida producer mock another song that gets cited as the first house track is music is the key it was made in 1985 by jm silk we'll listen to that one too And there are more and more original tracks that get created in 1985, 1986 that were played on Chicago radio station and in local clubs that catered mostly to black people, Mexican-Americans, and gay audiences. There were many subgenres that emerged. So the first ones were Deep House and Acid House. Deep House, some examples of that are two tracks by Mr. Fingers, Mystery of Love and Can You Feel It? We'll listen to one of those. And that was sort of like a move away from the post-human tendencies that House tended to have compared to disco, back towards the lushful sound of early disco. And then Acid House was more rough and abstract. It came from Chicago artists who were experimenting, like we said before, with the squelchy sounds of the 303 bass synthesizer. So we're going to listen to Acid Tracks by Future from 1987. And that song, it was apparently played by DJ Ron Hardy at the Music Box four times in one night until the crowd responded favorably. So he just kept replaying it until people actually started dancing to it properly <laughs> the way that he wanted to. I mean, um, that's how that's how radio stations do it nowadays. Yeah, too. that's so, so it true. Works. <laughs> and Farley, Jackmaster Funk's track, Love Can't Turn Around, became the first major success first major track to be successful outside of the US. So it got very popular in the UK and then the UK became a hot spot for house music, acid house, techno. The UK in general has like a very big EDM scene. I know of this simply from watching Skins as a teenager. I don't know if any of you ever watched that show. No, I haven't seen it, but I know there's a movie about the jungle house scene. 
Oh yeah, or that's the jungle. An... The jungle drum and bass. Sorry. Oh yeah, I definitely yeah. want to do an episode on drum and bass and jungle. Uh, I saw a TikTok of that the other day, and I was like, "Ooh, this sounds so exciting to learn about." But just the UK in general has like a yeah. huge EDM scene. But yeah, as I was saying, I, I yeah. used to watch Skins, which is like a TV show about teenagers in the UK who live these very like dramatic lives of like. Well, it's like a basic teenager show, but like in the US and in North America, it's very we don't talk about those big issues as much mm-hmm. well at least back yeah. in the day whereas in the uk i mean they fully show teenagers like doing drugs and so one thing that they would do a lot is like go to raves and like you know there was a big club culture that you could see in the show about these teenagers so that's what i think of when i think of the uk <laughs> and like edm music but we're not going to talk too much about the uk because that's a whole other scene we're going to focus on chicago so Unless you guys have anything to say about the UK. I want to visit. The <laughs> <at> the <moment>. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I want to go to a rave. No, I'm joking. <laughs> you don't? In the UK? Maybe. <laughs> what about you, Carl? <laughs> That's full 180. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, like, oh, I definitely want to check out the uh, the scene over there, too. Um I don't know. I don't know if I'm if I'm if I'm young enough to go to a rave still, but I probably can go check one out. Apparently, one of my never, dad's never friends too. would go to raves like when he was in his forties. So I think it's oh. for everyone. <laughs> All right, maybe then. Uh, but anyways, going back to Chicago. So there was a second wave in Chicago in like the late eighties and early nineties, which was a crossover of house and hip hop. So it was called hip house. Very original. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> Why yuck? <laughs> it's kind of weird to say too. Hip it, house. Uh, that's the yucky part. It's just the word. <laughs> hip hop rolls off the tongue. Hip house is like, eh, what are you talking about? Hip house is something like my great grandfather would say. <laughs> <laughs> are you listening to that hip house? <laughs> Ow, my hip house. <laughs> um, there's a lot of songs that are associated with this genre there's turn up the bass by cool rock steady from 1988 there's rock the house by the Beatmasters. free at last by farley jack master funk which apparently was a song to free james brown from jail i didn't look mm. into the history of it but i just mm. saw that and i was like oh interesting there was also ghetto house which was dj such as dj funk dj dion dj milton paul johnson they were all associated with ghetto house um, they were all on Dance Mania record label, which was considered Ghetto House's Motown. So one of the songs that we're going to be listening to that's an example of this is It's Time for the Percolator by Cashmere. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, also, he's also known as Green Velvet. In New York and New Jersey, there was the Garage House and the Jersey Sound, which were developed in the Paradise Garage nightclub in New York City and in the Club Zanzibar in Newark, New Jersey, during the early to mid-80s. Some argue that it predates Chicago House because it's closer to disco. It involves more gospel-influenced piano riffs and female vocals. See, that's what I associate when mm. I think of, like, house music is the pianos and the and the female right. voices, like, singing. Right. Yeah. Um, so it was popular in the 80s in the U.S. and the 90s in the U.K. There's also, in Ibiza, there was a booming dance club scene. There's something called Balearic House, which is associated with like the Ibiza scene. Uh, DJ Alfredo is the father of Balearic House. This is why there's so many songs about Ibiza. And they took a pill in Ibiza. Yeah, they took a pill in Ibiza, and yeah. that song by the Venga Boys, I think. Like, oh, and they yeah. have, and they have, they also have like huge festivals in Ibiza. Yeah, too. that's yeah they, yeah. they talked about that in the article about 
the festival is the the uh, copious consumption of MDMA, which mm. influenced the British scene, and it became a distinct sound by the mid '80s. So by the late eight, so by late 1987, DJs such as Trevor Fung, Paul Oakenfeld, Danny Rampling, they brought the sound to the UK clubs. There were other regional scenes as well in the U.S., the West Coast, uh, San Francisco, Oakland, L.A., Fresno, San Diego, Seattle, and then there's a scene in Montreal. So historically, Montreal, I think we talked about this in the episode but it's very influenced by trends from england france and from the u.s and the scene in montreal was shaped more by the impact of the uk techno scene as Mm. well as france with their french house movement and american djs and club owners as well and montreal became this distinct dad's music hub with many house music festivals since the 90s and early 2000s. Have you guys ever been to one of these festivals, like Ilsanik or Picnic Electronic or Igloo no. Fest? No, I've always no. had plans to go, but my first job ruined everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, technically my second hours. job. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, yeah, I've always wanted to go too. So none of us have been, have been pretty much. We haven't, no, I haven't <laughs> either. Um, but you know what? I think I probably should go. I was like, I was hoping one of them went so that they could talk about it, but literally no. Yeah, I mean, like, we're slacking, we're slacking. <laughs> so I think that's it. I, the only, well, I've been to festivals before. Like, the ones in Montreal I've been to are obviously Oceaga, but that's, like, one of the big where they play, like, you know, all different kinds of artists because I listen to everything. So, of course, I go to that one. Um, but I really want to go to, like, Il Sonic or something like that. And remember when we went to Oceaga and we went to the EDM stage? Yeah. That was so when we went it was like the stage for the edm stage was like on the water pretty much so they had like these like things on the water for people to stand on and so when you danced on it it would move because you're on water it was cool oh man it, it was kind of crazy though because what if that fell and we all just fell in the just water? Go for a swim? yeah it but hot. all those people dropping in the water at the same time we would die like i i, I no, wouldn't I, survive I, I, I i'd be crushed <laughs> i would just save you t- there's enough. There's enough room on the raft, guys. <laughs> there's enough room on the raft. Everyone would grab onto a like a one of those things that they put on the water. <laughs> it's, it's literally Titanic 2.0. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, that was really cool, and it was perfect for like an EDM stage because yeah. when you're dancing, you're moving on the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In um, nice 30 yeah. degrees Celsius weather. Oh yeah, it was so hot that that day. That day. But it also yeah. rained, so it was like a there was like a coolness in the air. It wasn't that bad. Um, and so in the nineties, there are further experiments in house in Britain, especially, uh, which boosted the genre's appeal. There's like ambient house, which becomes very popular. So like Aphex Twin, uh, KLF, D Light, which is a band, a band, a group from New York that they have the their most famous song is a group. Is it Groove is in the Heart? Yeah, Groove is in the Heart. I don't know if you guys know that one. Anyway, <laughs> it's a I very big song. Yeah, yeah, we'll play it later. But I'm, I'm also going to play one of their songs that like is not as known, but it's definitely very house-inspired. Um, uh, another another one from the 90s is Crystal Waters. Yes, yes. Gypsy Woman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to play yeah. that one for sure. Which which also actually influenced the song that I, that I made. That's oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're going to listen to them back to back. How about that? <laughs> Okay. I feel honored. (laughs) (laughs) And then towards the end of the 90s and into the 2000s, we have a lot of French DJ producers such as Daft Punk, Bob Sinclair, Stardust, Cassius. We're not going to be listening to those artists because I want to save those for like French house. I guess would David Guetta too be considered French house? I think so. He is French. Yeah. Yeah. 
Then in the 2000s, we have a lot of fusion genres such as Electro House, Fidget House. We see some renewed chart success thanks to Daft Punk. How do you say Dead Mouse? Is it Dead Mouse or yeah. Dead Mouse? Yeah, okay. he's also Dead he's Mouse. actually Canadian too, huh? Yeah, he is Canadian. Like, yeah, yeah. I saw him live twice. Yay! I was oh, supposed nice. I was supposed to see him live when I first went to Oceaga, but he was sick. That was in like 2009, so I didn't get to see him. Aww. Yeah, and David Guetta and Calvin Harris as well were getting popular at this time. In the 2010s, multiple new sounds develop. So we talked about progressive house, and then there's also in Netherlands there was like the dirty Dutch concept, which is like an electro house subgenre with very abrasive synthesizers, synthesizers and darker arpeggios. There was Big Room House, which becomes popular in 2010. There were many hip-hop artists who turned to house music as well to add sort of like a dance floor energy to their music. This is when Tropical House becomes popular. And then in the 2020s, we have a South African style of house music called Ama Piano, which draws heavily from Queto House, which is another mm. kind of... Uh, south african house music style lady gaga releases chromatica which was her return to like her more dance roots but it was also very house influenced drake releases honestly never mind which had like jersey club i'm a piano and ballroom all in like different songs on his album and then of course we have beyonce who releases renaissance uh, later last year which incorporated ballroom house so that's what i have for the history carl do you have anything to add or drew do you have anything to add Oh, that's a good question. Um, I I I'm very new to the subject, so um, I'm just basically kind of following along with the conversation today. <laughs> I, I wish I I wish I had more. I wish I had more to uh, to to share with this on the subject. That's okay. Um, you made a whole song, but, so you've contributed <laughs> enough. <laughs> like I think I I think I know more on the technical side than the history side of house because I'm I'm relatively new to it. So exactly, but, um, yeah. But yeah, like it's it's still it's just really interesting to like learn about all the different kinds of styles that come from, from so like many. Everything. There's just so many different kinds of style. I think there's also there's booty house too. I don't remember what booty house is like. I've never it, heard of that one. Booty house. I, I have to I have to look it up, but it, it definitely sounds. I think it's more sounds more like Miami bass. Oh, if I'm not okay. mistaken. It's like a kind of combination between that and then. But yeah, like we'll I, do I, an episode I, just for you, Carl. Booty House. <laughs> I just want to quickly talk about an article that I had read called How House Music Changed the World. It was released last year. It was uh, written last year by Alex Rayner and Stephen Worthy of The Guardian. It talks about Beyonce's Break My Soul. I don't know if you guys heard that song. We'll yes. listen to it today. But basically, it sounds a lot like Show Me Love by Robin S. And the writers of that song were credited in Beyonce's song. But her entire album is basically an homage to classic vocalists like Robin S, as well as like the queer cultural highlights in the ballroom scene. And it was produced in collaboration with Green Velvet. So the guy who, Time for the Percolator, that song. Mm -hmm. It also talks about Honestly Nevermind and About Damn Time by Lizzo, which sounds like an early 2000s French house cut, apparently. Byron Stingley is a lead vocalist in Ten City, which was a Chicago house group. They said that house music was a safe space for black people, gay people, and people who were different. So Chicago at the time was very segregated. Um, every community had a different neighborhood. But when you went to a house club, you saw everyone. So house music broke down a lot of barriers. You could go, they were talking about how like a lot of these you know, straight white kids were also going to to house clubs and dancing along as well. Ultra Nade, who's a house singer, says that it was a communal experience, 
sorry, it was a communal experience, a place where people went to escape the struggles of their daily life or to be accepted by a group of people that it was inclusive of everyone. It was a sanctuary at the weekend. It was escapism. It was freedom. It was church or it was our church. Gangsters didn't want to go because they thought, oh, it's a gay party. I don't want to be associated with that. So it was like a relatively safe place as well. So I thought that was really interesting to learn about. I was going to say, that's how you keep out the crime. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah, for sure. But it makes sense that it's becoming popular now. I mean, it's been popular for decades, but it's... I think there's becoming a more of a renaissance now with what political climate that we're in. It's becoming more of like... I think it, it's 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 having a renaissance like to like the parties and stuff like that. It's just coming like people are exactly. more together. Like, I people think have been locked getting, up like, for yeah. three years, so they want to let themselves go and like exactly, you know, exactly express themselves and go back to their roots. You know, we talked about like nostalgia in a lot of these mm-hmm. episodes, and yeah. definitely with house music, I think we see that as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So, shall we listen to some music? Yes, we shall. We shall. Let's do it. First song that we're going to play is obviously the first house track. Well, I mean, this is what's regarded as one of the first house tracks. So this is On and On by Jesse Saunders. Immediately, it sounds like when you're listening to old hip hop, and it sounds so different than like what hip hop sounds like now. (laughs) It sounds a lot like electro. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Um, Let's just like skip a bit into the song to see if it changes. It's six minutes long. A lot of percussion. Sounds good though. Yeah, it sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. I think it's common to like have layered like layered percussion. All yeah, the time. Like, exactly, cool. yeah. exactly. That was the first. Well, one of the first house tracks. This is another one that's considered one of the first house tracks. It's called "Music Is the Key" by Steve Silk Hurley. Oh yeah, it was. that like at every so often that it adds a layer and also it kind of sounds like a deconstructed like disco song with added like electronic instruments to it sort of it's it definitely sounds like something that you hear on the soundtrack of beverly hill cops (laughs) 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 it it just sounds like like, very 80s very 80s um okay this one I, a lot of these songs that I put, I was like, oh, I know this, but it's because people have used these tracks a lot to like make their own song. This is called Mystery of Love by Mr. Fingers. You guys will tell me if you recognize it. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember this. Yeah. to the part where it goes <laughs> you're recognizing something carl yeah. i recognize it it sounds a lot like um like a sample from i think britney spears sampled that song really you know that britney spears you, well you know no I'm, i might be wrong but like you know the <laughs> song you better work you better work itch you know like they got like that song where she's like no 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 you better work i think it's oh. i think that song sounds so familiar like i think she sampled it for that it could be honestly yeah. i don't know but i know it well I mean, I don't like to give him, uh, you know, I don't like to talk about him, but it's uh, Kanye West oh. also sampled it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how I originally heard it. Uh, the next song that we're going to play is an example of Acid House. This is Acid Tracks by Future. Skip a bit into the song. Whoa. <laughs> it's where the squelchy sounds are. Now it kind of makes sense why he's called Future. It sounds like a Star Trek, like you're in like a, a space <laughs> cockpit. Yeah. And you're like firing lasers and stuff. It's <laughs> cool, actually. It does kind of sound like that. You're so right. Um, okay. Next is Your Love by Frankie Knuckles. This is the godfather of house. got vocals right. <laughs> and the next one i think we're gonna play a house classic this is by marshall jefferson it's called move your body i want to see all the niggas out there shaking that onion yeah shake it baby
Carl, you danced so hard your uh, your headphones fell off. <laughs> I was like head banging to the song, and my <laughs> headphones like flew at my screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was apparently very popular when it came out. Makes sense. Yeah, Gotta have cool, yeah. house music. It's still good long. to say too. Yeah, this was a fr- okay. The next one is a Frankie Knuckles track that I actually recognized. It's called the Whistle Song, and I think you will remember it too. Got to get into it. Either of you remember it? No. <laughs> no it, Once he started sounded, whistling, it, I knew it right away. It sounded familiar, from? but like I don't know where I know it from. Yeah. I just as soon as he, I, I assumed everyone knew it. I was like, as soon as it, he started whistling, I'm like, oh yeah, this song. It's interesting though, the beginning, like with the flutes and stuff. Yeah, it sounds like a disco song where you have like disco it and all the flutes and stuff, and then it just completely changes. In yeah, yeah <laughs> it's pretty cool. I like that one. The it's background cute. music to me sounds like. Uh, original soundtrack from Final Fantasy 7. Mm. So. <laughs> yeah, I can hear I don't know that, if you actually. hear it, Carl. I'll have to, I'll have to listen again and, and see what you mean. <laughs> All right. Next one. This is one that like I knew before I knew what house music was. This is called Push the Feeling On by Nightcrawlers. It's also a classic. What are you saying, Drew? It sounds like that it's Friday song there. It's Friday. Yeah, day. it's Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> That's where they got it from? Yes. House yeah. music is very influential. That's not influential. That's straight up copycatting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called interpolation. It's called, called sampling. <laughs> Learn something. <laughs> it's called a nowadays. It's called a lawsuit. <laughs> a lawsuit. <laughs> yep. Copyright. Oh, uh, they're they're very, very as strict. a writer. They're very strict nowadays with like sampling and stuff. So it's like yeah, you can't you can't I get know, away with that now. I know. Okay. Next one. It's this, like sorry, last yeah. day. It's like Haley Williams winning the lawsuit over the oh my Boopy God. Doop song. I can't. Like I know that everyone else heard it, but I. <laughs> Good for you. I call it Boopy Doop. Bro. Boopy Doop. <laughs> I for that song, I was like, I I wouldn't have even like thought of uh, misery business. Misery business. <laughs> yeah. Next song is Percolator by Cashmere. It's time for the percolator. 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 It's 
favorite part. Why does that? Why does that remind me of the um the popcorn song? you know what that sounds like for me? It does remind me of that too. Yo, girl, you remember Comic Zone? Oh, you're right. The sound effects when they're fighting and slashing through the screen and shit, man. You're right. It does sound like that. Wow, is that a video game? Sega Genesis. Oh, that's a flashback. I haven't. Nerd alert. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that game in ages. <laughs> <laughs> but that's obvious. So this song is obviously where It's Time for the Turkulator comes from. Okay, this one we should all know. This is Everybody, Everybody by Black Box. Oh, yeah. takes a while to get into it but obviously it's the one that it's goes a classic everybody classic, everybody <laughs> definitely a song that you would hear at like uh, a junction uh, a function what is it junction everybody turn up at the junction i'm thinking of the place in jamaica which is called junction but i replaced <laughs> the word first letter <laughs> okay the next one is also a classic which was talked about in the article that we read well that i read <laughs> Uh, called it's called Show Me Love by Robin S. I feel so bad for interrupting our dance party. It, it makes me wanna. It makes me wanna watch Sister Act again. <laughs> like <it's> like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> no, that that, that oh, honestly, that movie had some banging tracks though. Some had there's some really good house tracks on it too. Oh damn, I've never seen that movie. What? It's, 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 Sorry. It's, 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 a, it's a it's a it's a pretty good movie actually. I would say yeah. Um. Okay, I want to play Break My Soul just so we can hear the, uh, what's supposed to sound very similar. So this is Break My Soul by Beyonce. Very similar. You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. 
does sound very similar. Yeah. Yeah. I remember this song. I think we were driving around and we listened to Funkmaster Flex and this song came on. Yeah, it's when I we were. I, said, oh, I remember this. It was when we were <laughs> heading yeah, yeah. for Popeyes, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for context for our <laughs> listeners, it's because uh, Montreal there's no Popeyes, so we have to drive uh, 45 minutes out to the next province to and get we our have Popeyes. To walk, we have to walk three hours barefoot <laughs> <laughs> just to get some hands on some Popeyes. Oh my god. Um, we do have KFC. KFC has to step their game up. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah, bad. It's, it's not as good. It's not. It's not good. the same. No comparison. <laughs> okay, let's play uh, the song Carl was talking about. I call it "She's Homeless" just because the other word is a slur. So that's hey, true. One? That's true. Uh, this one, "She's Homeless." Ah, okay. By yeah, Crystal yeah, Waters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we stand with the Romani people. All right, let's play it. Yes. I think it was a throwback to your uh, disco. Um, I think you're talking about one. No, was it the Euro dance? The cor- I think is was episode. It? And you're talking you know about how they be. <laughs> I think I think <laughs> I think you guys were talking about um, uh, using like Korg or like there's like a, a piano that you use in Euro dance, oh. which they also use in house. And that song did some research. That song uses the exact same um, piano. I think it's like the Korg M8 or something like that. OK, yeah. is this the yeah. song that inspired your song? Yep. Okay, let's play Carl's song. <laughs> um, oh God, I don't remember how. I don't even know. It. I uh, I don't even know what genre of house it is. It's it's very. It's it's like it's kind of like a, a mix house. between <laughs> new 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 house. No, it's a jazz. It's <laughs> jazzy. <laughs> new <laughs> house. All right, you hear it first. It's new house. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is Carl's song. What is it called? <laughs> I honestly, it doesn't really have a name. Okay. My Nubian beat. <laughs> All right, let's play it.
like it when it goes back to it after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so good. I love yeah. it. It was a fun track. It, yeah. It, like, it, literally, yeah, it took a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, like, upbeat to me. Like, I, I feel like listening to that one, I'm, like, happy. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's what I was trying to go for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, I really like it, and I wish I could put it on my Spotify so I could listen to it with all my... Create a big house playlist and have it on there, but... I, uh, I, you have I to become look, big, I, Carl. <laughs> I will. Well, I, funny thing is, you can actually put stuff on Spotify, but I have no idea how to do that. And maybe, maybe in the future, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. We'll see what happens. Continuing <laughs> on, so that was Carl's song, um, but let's continue with our house playlist. Let's play "Finally" by CC Peniston. <laughs> was another really big one. Oh, yeah. I just remembered mm. I want to play this one. It's called You Don't Know Me by Armand, Armand Van Helden. And then I'm going to play another one. Uh, I'll explain later. But this is You Don't Know Me by Armand Van Helden. <laughs> Drew knew it. Mm-hmm. Carl, did you know yeah. that one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so the reason I played that one is because this guy, the DJ, he's also a part of a duo called Duck Sauce. And the other DJ from that duo is from Montreal, actually. And they played, they did this song, which was really popular. You guys will know it right away. Uh, New York is the place of opportunities. If there is any place in this world that you want to come to to be able to make it big or to go after your dreams, it is New York City. Barbara Streisand. So that song, but then, Drew, this one is just for you, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Because... (laughs) I'm going to play another one that one time I was talking about this song and, uh, and I'm not looking and I was singing it and then Drew started singing it too. And I'm like, you know, that song, this is the song. It's called the big bad wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf. 
Sorry, I just had to play it. I don't even think it's like a typical like early house song. <laughs> but if okay, everyone who just listened to it, go watch the music video. I have the YouTube algorithm to thank for me knowing this song. <laughs> yeah, me too. Because you know when you're just on YouTube and you're just watching random videos, and then this popped up in a like a recommended for me, and I watched it. And I was like, what the, f- <laughs> what the hell is this I video? I loved it. I was instantly vibing to it. First of all, it's a, it's a good song, but in the video... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Carl, have you seen the video? No, I haven't. Oh. Don't worry Dude, you're on YouTube more than me, it. man. Dude, I... You know, Maybe I won't. I won't. <laughs> I'll watch it afterwards. <laughs> I'll watch it afterwards. I won't ruin it for the audience, but um, right. it's, <laughs> it's an interesting one. I'll just say that. I won't say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like it's not even PG thirteen because it's not showing anything. But I don't believe in ratings. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's just play a couple more. Um, so this was this is delight. I'm just gonna play the song that um, is really popular, just so you guys remember. It's called uh, "Groove Is in the Heart" by Delight. <laughs> I just, I like it. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard it before. I just like the... Yeah. <laughs> I forget what that thing's called, but yeah. But, um, so this is another song of theirs that sounds a bit more like early house to me. This is called What is Love. And it's not Hadaway's What is Love. It's another <laughs> What is love? Drew's eyes when it got to like that part there. Yeah, <laughs> he was He's like, like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> what is this?" <laughs> oh 
I'm a very expressive <laughs> person. You are. I just like the yeah. be- the beginning was cool because it was what like you're like summoning love? Count Dracula too. It's like the the organs and stuff. It's so like, cool like, and like. So it's, yeah, it's like eerie, but like, and then it hits the like the funk part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you listen to it with headphones, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. I'm gonna play. Is this another one that's really big? The bomb by the Bucketheads. the best part no i ruined it i'm the worst that's dj when, ever that's when the, that's when the crowd boos yes. sorry everyone sorry no <laughs> he's so mad at me you you'll Anyways, just have to wait till the next episode you, we were speaking about um i forgot what episode talking about jock jams and stuff remember yeah yeah this was on one of my jock jam compilations so I've listened to this song plenty of times in my childhood. Yeah, so I don't need to go on. I'm joking. <laughs> we have listeners who have may never heard the song. I'm um, so sorry. Well, it'll be in the uh, description. You guys can go listen to it. It's Andrew, you just have to stay tuned to the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's play two more songs. How about that? So then <laughs> we're going into like the 2000s here. This is called... You should make the part of that song the outro. Okay, I will, just for After you. we say bye to yeah. everybody. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> okay, this this was another really big one. It's called Call On Me by Eric Prides. Oh, yeah. I love this one, too. That definitely sounds like it's getting into, like, the 2010s style a bit. Like, the progressive house. I don't know if that's the right term. Yeah, no. Def- definitely that's going on towards progressive house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and funny thing is, actually, I was... I think I was shopping for something, and I heard the original, like, the song. that They, they sampled the, the Call On Me part. Oh, really? I heard the original. It's, like, an 80s song. Yeah. Oh, I, I had never I, heard I it before. I think I have to look the name of it. But yeah, I heard it. And I'm like, oh, wait, this song sounds familiar. <laughs> I love it when that happens. And you're just like, oh, so that's where that comes from. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So the last song we'll play. I don't even remember what this one is, but it's called Days Go By by Dirty Vegas. Oh, yeah.
still a whisper on my lips I feel it at my fingertips It's pulling at my skin Okay, fuck it. <laughs> I don't know when he says it. <laughs> you know when he goes, days go by. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to cut think, all of that out. <laughs> funny thing is, I think... <laughs> I think the funny thing is the first time I ever heard that song was in that car commercial. You guys know what I mean, right? Oh, no. that car, that one car commercial. I think it was um, what car? <laughs> it was a car commercial of like the two thousands or something, and they had that song. They play. played so that. many songs in car commercials. Oh, dude. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I grew up on I grew up on commercial. <laughs> Same, but I don't. I'm blanking on that one if I've seen it. Oh well. Oh. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> okay. Never know. <laughs> So that was house music, well, at least early house music and, like, Chicago house, Mm -hmm. sort of that kind Mm. of style. We're going to have other episodes that talk about the other genres, or the other sub-genres, I should say. Um, But that was the preliminary, the introduction to house music, Mm -hmm. I guess you would say. Um, That was just the beginning. Just the beginning. Really just the beginning. Because let me tell you, I have a whole other playlist of songs I wanted to play. And I didn't even play all the songs that I wanted to play today, actually. (laughs) There's a lot more. So it's a very big genre. We hope that we did it justice. And uh, thank you, Carl, for letting us play your song. It was really good. And I really enjoyed it. My pleasure. And thanks for coming back on the pod, man. Yeah. Oh, thank you for everything. I appreciate it for and and also the dance party that we yeah. unfortunately the the people at home didn't get to see, but we were dancing on. No, uh, I'm not mad about virtually it. dancing. <laughs> so it was reminds great. me of virtual reminds me of virtual dance parties during yeah. the pandemic. Where it's like a whole. Co- <laughs> yeah, we should have done bring more back of the those. virtual dance parties. Yeah, <laughs> we should have yeah. one every day. No. <laughs> um. <laughs> So that was really fun. Uh, thanks again, Carl, for coming on the podcast. Should we end it with the rest of your song, Drew? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Remember this. I, I do. All right. And I know who sampled it. Yes. Mr. Worldwide sampled this. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so we see the influence everywhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with that, thank you very much for listening, and we hope you listen to all the other episodes that are coming. Please check out the other episodes <laughs> and support, support, support Jen and support Andrew. Thanks, Carl. <laughs> all right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.